<laughs> hey, she picks at me, too. I don't believe a word of that. If you would, open your Bibles to the book of Revelation. Chapter 9. Now, the other day we looked at the fifth trumpet. My mind went blank for a second. We looked at the fifth trumpet judgment where you had these uh, demons that were in the form of scorpions tormenting mankind for six months and the scripture says that the torment was so horrible that men sought death but God had removed death from the earth so they could not die during that six months of torment and tonight we're going to look at the sixth trumpet judgment and that is in Revelation chapter 9 verses 13 through 21 it's written, Then the sixth angel blew the trumpet, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which, are be which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels, which are bound in the great river Euphrates. <clears throat> and the four angels were loose, which were prepared at an hour, at a day, at a month, and at a year to slay the third part of men. And the number of horsemen of war were 20,000 times 10,000, for I heard the number of them. And thus I saw the horses in a vision, and them that sat on them, having fiery habergeons, and of hackneth, and of brimstone, and the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions, and out of their mouths went forth fire and smoke and brimstone. And these three was the third part of men killed, that is, of the fire and of the smoke and of the brimstone which came out of their mouths. For their power is in their mouths and in their tails, for their tails were like unto serpents, and had heads wherewith they hurt. And the remnant of the men which were not killed by these plagues repented not of the works of their hands, that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and of silver and of brass and of stone and of wood, and neither, which neither can see, neither hear, nor go. Also they repented not of their murder and of their sorcery, neither of their fornication nor of their theft. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. And just be with us tonight, Lord, as we worship. Just give us insight and understanding into your word, Lord, and just help us just to learn from it and to take what we learn and apply it into our daily walk. And again, Lord, we lift up those that are sick and shut in, those that cannot make it tonight, those that may be traveling, Lord, we just lift them up to you and just ask your blessings upon them as well. And again, Lord, I just pray that you would just give me the words to say and just speak through me, Lord, and let the words that are spoken just go forth and edify those that are here. We just ask this in your Son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, when John hears the sixth trumpet sound, he hears a voice from one of the four horns of the altar that is before God. And this voice tells the sixth angel to 
go out and loose these four angels that are bound in the river Euphrates. Now, think about that for a second. At this time, right now here on earth, there are four angels that are bound in the river Euphrates. Bound in that river, and they will not be loosed upon the earth until this exact moment. These are fallen angels, angels that had rebelled against God, and they are so evil and so destructive that God has them bound in the river Euphrates. And they are there, and as John said, they're there pretty much prepared for this day, this month, this year to slay a third part of mankind. So basically they are just there waiting for this exact moment. They're prepared for that exact moment. And they're going to remain bound until God allows them to be loosed for this moment upon the earth. And if you look at how many people they're going to slay. Again, as we said the other day, everything is measured out. They're only allowed to kill a third part of mankind. But if you think about it, if you go back and look at the, you know, these, uh, if you go back to chapter 6 and look at the seal judgments, it says during the seal judgments that a fourth part of mankind is killed. So if you had a fourth part killed during the seal judgments and then you have a, a third part killed here, that's going to be a little over half of the earth's population that's going to be killed in these two plagues, these two, two judgments upon the earth. And... And this is a, you know, a little over one half of the population that is left after the rapture that's going to be killed. So billions of people are going to be killed in these judgments. And what happens? Whenever these two or these four angels are released, pretty much they create an army. They bring forth an army of demons that they're going to send out to pretty much wreak havoc upon the earth. And this number of demons is 200 million. 200 million horsemen is this, you know, this army. 200 million demons. And if you look at what it says, they're going to be riding upon demonic horses as well. And you can see that these are demonic horses and these, de these are demons that are riding the horses. Because if you look at what it says, when John says he sees this vision, he says that, the angels or these demons 
that are upon these horsemen or the upon these horses are wearing fiery breastplates. Basically, the breastplates are of fire and of precious stones of jackneth and, and brimstone or sulfur. So they have, you know, just these breastplates that are on there that are of brimstone and jackneth and and uh, and fire. And then it says that on the horses, it says the horses' heads were like the, the heads of lions. So it's the body of a horse with the head of a lion. And then look at what it says about the tail. It's got a tail of a serpent. So basically the tail is just snakes for tail. And it says that out of the mouth of the lions, fire is coming out of their mouths, and then smoke, and then also brimstone or sulfur is coming out of their mouths. So they're pretty much fire-breathing horses. And it says that it's by this, by these three things, the fire, the smoke, and the brimstone, that the people are killed. And then the people that are not killed, it says the tails do hurt. So basically the tails are, these serpent tails are striking people to cause pain. So think about that. But you see a change take place. In the last plague or last wrath that God unleashed, the demons were not allowed to kill people. They were only allowed to cause pain. Now God gives them power to kill. So you see a change take place. With the fifth trumpet, they were just to cause, to cause pain and torment people. Now, they're actually given power to kill. So you see a change take place in this wrath. But what we also see is if you go back and you look at the first trumpet judgment and then the second and then the third, each one is progressively getting worse and worse and worse. And now you have people being killed by these horsemen. But another thing that we, that we see in this, a time period, how long these demons are on the earth doing this is not given. It just says that they're prepared to be unleashed. They're prepared for this moment where they're, where they're unbound and loosed upon the earth. But it doesn't say how long they're going to be out. The demons that were unleashed that were in the form of scorpions, it said that they were just there for six months, to torment for six months. This, there's no time period given. They're just loosed upon the earth 
and they stay loosed until a third part is killed. So it could be six months, it could be a year, it could be longer. So these horsemen plague mankind with the fire, the smoke, and the brimstone that come out of their mouths. And it's by these three things that people are killed. And then, like I said a while ago, the tails of serpents are there to hurt man and not kill. They're just there to hurt those that, that, they, that they can get to. Now, what we what we also see is this is the last plague that God unleashes before the midpoint of the tribulation. So this is the actual end. This happens at the end of the first three and a half years of the tribulation because the next round of plagues that take place or the next wrath that God unleashes takes up the last three and a half years. So this is, this is the last part of the, the first part of the tribulation. But I want you to notice something that happens. So you're at the last part of the tribulation, the last three and a half years. God has already unleashed two forms of judgment upon the earth the seal judgments and the trumpet judgments you have half of the earth's population dead by the end of this last plague and look at what it says in verses 20 and 21 and the remnant of the men which were not killed by these plagues Repented not. Think about that. God gives mankind a chance to repent. They've just seen the most destruction that the earth has ever seen. More people killed than all the wars that this earth has ever seen. And they see the demonic activity unleashed. They could actually see the angel flying through the air, announcing the judgments. They know this is God's wrath. And they still don't repent. But look at what they're doing. It says they repented not of the works of their hands that they should not worship devils. <laughs> I can't get it to shut up. <laughs> Only Della. At least you know I was in my Bible and all this <laughs> Huh? You said only Della, I said Angela. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that was Della's fault, too. <laughs> you, you were not here physically, but.
but spiritually. My, yeah, my, my presence. Your influence was here. <laughs> Wafting down the pew lines like a, the steam off a bad bowl of chicken noodle soup. Okay. If you ever need anybody to read, this guy's really good. <laughs> But look at what it says. It says that they repent not of the works of their hands. So they re refuse to repent of their sin, even though they know what that all of this that's happening comes from God. But it tells us what the sins are that they're committing. They're worshiping demons. So you have a, an influx of demonic worship during this time. And then it says they're also worshiping idols, idols of gold and of silver and of brass and stone and wood, which neither can see, neither hear, nor go. And that pretty much is something that Isaiah says. Remember he said that basically talking about how crazy idol worship is, he says that you have somebody that takes a block of wood and with part of the wood they make an idol. And then with part of the same wood, they make pretty much utensils to eat on. And then with the rest of the wood, they use it for firewood. But it's all the same wood. Well, that's how crazy idolatry is. Because they're, they're worshiping things that, that are false. So you have idol worship going on, but you also have... Satan worship, the worship of demons going on during this time. But then John goes on. He says that they're also not repenting of their murder. There's going to be murder. You know, just violence on the earth. And if we think that the violence now is bad, during the time of the tribulation, it's going to be worse. Because if you remember something that Paul writes, he says that the Holy Spirit is removed. The restraining force of the Holy Spirit is removed before the revealing of the Antichrist. And then you have pretty much the church removed through rapture. So during this time, you really had no moral compass even during the time that in which we live right now there is still sort of a moral compass in the world but during the time of the tribulation when the antichrist is is ruling everything there's no moral compass at all on the earth all we see is the wrath of god during this time and even when people are given a chance to repent after seeing the power of God at work, they refuse. They refuse to repent. And it says they repent not of their murder and of their sorcery. So you have witchcraft on the earth. Neither of their fornication, the illicit sex, and then nor of their theft. So 
robbery. People are robbing people. So they're not going to repent of their sin even after given a chance. They're not going to repent of the evil that they are doing. And what we see is this is going to be the last pretty much trumpet judgment of the first three and a half years of the tribulation. The next trumpet that sounds pretty much gets ready the earth for the coming vile judgments that's unleashed. Which, if you think about it, you're moving from the period of tribulation to great tribulation. You've seen 12 judgments thus far, and each got progressively worse, but then the last judgments that are unleashed are worse than the first 12. And that's why Christ says, if those days were not shortened, no flesh would survive because you're going to see it getting worse and worse and worse until the coming of Christ. But what we have is the sixth trumpet brings in death and destruction but out of his love God still gives man a chance to repent and they don't even when given the opportunity they continue to harden their heart and remain sinful and that's something that we're going to start seeing more and more of in the book of Revelation and the judgments. It, we'll see after some coming judgments that it says man's heart was still hard and they won't repent. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, we just thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that we can learn from it. And Lord, we just pray that you would be with us during this time. And Lord, if there's anyone that needs to make any decision, I pray that you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us and overshadow us with the love and watch care. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.